الحمد لله الصبور الشكور الذي إليه ترجع الأمور وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له خلق الظلمات والنور وهو عليم بذات الصدور وأشهد أن محمدا رسول الله أرسله الله ليخرج الناس من الظلمات إلى النور وبعد Love is the emotion that puts us in motion and patience is the fuel for our motion Loved ones Last time we started to discuss how to be patient with Allah We said patience with Allah is to have patience to obey Patience to abstain from sinful practices and patience to cope with difficulties. We ended last dhikr with the note that sinful practices are the termites of Iman. For this reason we need to exert patience in order to abstain from committing sinful practices. Fearing Allah as He should be feared helps believers to be patient. There are two examples I can think of from which this lesson can be drawn. Example number one. The man that received a seductive call from a prestigious and a beautiful woman. He said in response to her seductive call, I fear Allah. Inni Allah. His fear from Allah equipped him to be patient. Patient to abstain from committing sinful practices. Had he not been patient, had he been impatient, he would have responded to her seductive call. Had he responded to her seductive call, he would not be in the shade. But the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us in the hadith that this man will be in the shade on the day of judgment because when the woman who was beautiful and prestigious called him upon herself, he did not respond to her. He said, I fear Allah. So this man in actuality was put into a trial. He dealt with this trial with patience. His patience allowed him to receive a very high promotion. His promotion is to be in the shade on the day of judgment. It is an awesome promotion. Another example is the example of Yusuf alayhi salam. Yusuf alayhi salam did not only receive a seductive call from a prestigious and a beautiful woman, but also this woman tried to physically attack him, physically establish contact with him. He did not respond to her attempts. Allah tells us at the end of Surah Yusuf the following very important ayah. إِنَّهُ مَنْ يَتَّقِ وَيَصْبِرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ he who protects himself and exerts patience, Allah does not waste the reward of good doers. Having said that, we move to the third area in which a believer must show patience in order to be patient with Allah. 
and that is patience in coping with difficulties. Difficulties and trials along with joy and ease comprise the life mix, or the mixture of life if you will. The mixture of life made, is made from four elements, difficulties, trials, joy and ease. D T-J-E, difficulties, trials, joy and ease. This is the mixture of life or the life mix. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Anbiya 2135, We try you with evil and good as tests. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-A'raf 7.167 وَبَلَوْنَاهُمْ بِالْحَسَنَاتِ وَالسَّيِّئَاتِ We test them with good and bad things. Those trials are a basic and enduring part of life. Each one of us, poor or rich, male or female, black or white, shall experience some kind of minor difficulties practically every day and major ones every once in a while. Trials will take place whether a person has patience or not. They are a given. They will take place. But with patience, one can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa said, As-sabr patience is light. Patience is light. Difficulties tend to deliver us into dark layers of resentment, sadness and depression. But patience is the light that allows believers to think and act correctly. Having patience allows us to reap from trials promotion. Just like that man was able to reap from the trial, he was put through a promotion to be in the shade on the day of judgment. Every one of us is able to reap from the trials that Allah puts him through promotions. In Surah Al-Ankabut 29.2, Allah Azza wa Jal says, Do the people think they will be left to say we believe and they will not be tested? It is not wise to let man claim belief without being tested. Allah tests man so they have the opportunity to prove their claim are truthful and sincere. Our failures to cope with those trials with patience turn them into misguidance. Can you imagine if that man was impatient in dealing with the trial of the call of the seductive woman? Had he been impatient, he would not be in the shade. One moment of patience may ward off great disaster, and one moment of impatience may ruin the whole life. Our abilities to cope with those tests and trials with patience turn them to blessings and promotions. And let it be known to you, brothers and sisters, let it be known to you, believers, Allah's tests to us are multi-leveled. Allah tests us with our wealth, 
with our children, with our spouses. Allah tests us with difficulties and shortages. Allah tests our perseverance to stay on the right path under pressure. So may Allah give us patience. I will share with you now some indications of lack of patience. Are you ready? One, wrong assumptions about Allah. When we go through a trial, when we go through a difficulty, we should not develop wrong assumptions about our Creator. I hope no one in this assembly develop wrong assumptions about Allah when they go through trials. But I know some people, when they are going through trials, deep down in their hearts, they feel that Allah may be oppressing them. They feel maybe they do not deserve this. They ask themselves, why are you giving me all this hard time? That is wrong assumptions about Allah. We must be very keen not to develop wrong assumptions about Allah when we go through difficulties and trials. Another indication of lack of patience is expressions of resentment. Some people say, I do not deserve this. Why Allah puts me through this difficulty? They say expressions of resentments and some people do actions of resentments. They break glasses, they break dishes, they do foolish things, all of that coming out in their behavior as indication of their lack of patience. Our lack of patience may come out, may be visible through our expressions of resentment or our acts of resentment. Another indication of lack of patience is murmuring. Many people murmur a lot when they are going through difficulties. This murmuring is an indication of lack of patience. Another indication of lack of patience is despair. People fall into despair and they do not see the light at the end of the tunnel because they do not have patience. The Prophet ﷺ said, patience is light. Without this patience, we do not see the light. If we do not see the light, then we'll fall into despair. But remember, brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us into trial in order to put us into the mode of repair, not the mode of despair. I will share with you the story of the woman who was crying next to a grave. An Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu qal, مر النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم بامرأة تبكي عند قبر فقال لها اتق الله واصبري قالت إليك عني فإنك لم تصب بمصيبتي ولم تعرف فقيل لها إنه النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم فأتت باب النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم فلم تجد عنده بوابين فقالت لم أعرفك فقال إنما الصبر عند الصدمة الأولى Allah's Prophet came upon a weeping woman sitting next to a grave. He said to her, 
Ittaqillaha and be patient. She said, not knowing she was talking to the Prophet, go away. You are not experiencing my calamity. Afterwards, she was informed that it was the Prophet. So she came to his house and did not see any doorkeepers. She said, I did not know it was you. He said, patience should be present at the beginning of the jolt. Patience should be present at the beginning of the jolt. There are great lessons to learn from this story. Are you ready? Lesson number one. Patience is like the protective cushion that allows believers to absorb the initial shock of the calamity. The example I can think of to create this picture in our mind, patience is like the fender of your car. The fender of your car should protect you from the impact of the accident. If you go into an accident, the fender should protect you from the impact reaching to you. Likewise, patience serves as the fender that keeps panic from reaching our hearts. This is a very important lesson we must learn from this hadith. Patience should be present at the beginning of the jolt. Patience is like a protective cushion that allows believers to absorb the initial shock of the calamity. And if they absorb the initial shock of the calamity, they will be able to deal with calamity afterwards with patience. Another lesson we learn from this story, that companions vary in their level of patience. Not too long ago, we talked about the story of Ummu Sulaim and how she dealt with the death of her child. There is a major difference on how Ummu Sulaim dealt with the death of her child with the lady in this hadith. Why, you might ask? Because this lady did not know the Prophet. Ummu Sulaim was very close to the Prophet. She benefited from his teachings. Whereas this lady in this hadith, she did not even know when he talked to her, he was the Prophet. So not knowing the Prophet makes us miss out and learning very good things. So do you know the Prophet? Do you know the Prophet? I would like to ask you this afternoon. Another lesson we learn from this hadith that reaching the Prophet is easy. Because this lady, when she went to the Prophet, she did not see any doorkeepers. And likewise, if you go to the Prophet today, you're not going to see any doorkeepers that keep you away from him. I do not, and I'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination to understand that going to the Prophet is to go and visit his graves and sit next to his grave at all. But what I am suggesting is to go to the books that collect his statements and teachings and learn from him. When you open those books and you read the statements and the teachings of the Prophet as if you are hearing them, If you develop the resolution to go and learn from your prophet, you're not going to find any doorkeepers keeping you away from your prophet. So do you know your prophet? Let us talk about some patience aids. What are the aids to be patient 
in coping with difficulties. Aid number one, anticipating the rewards. The payment for being patient is very, very lucrative. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ The patients will receive their payment countlessly. I don't know about you, but every time I feel my patience is low, Every time I feel I am running low on patience, I'd like to remember this ayah, that the patients will receive their payment countlessly, and by the help of Allah, that increases my level of patience. Another aid to patience is to remember that patience serves to expiate our sins and to earn us good deeds. عن أبي هريرة عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ما يصيب المسلم من نصب ولا وصب ولا هم ولا حزن ولا أذى ولا غم حتى الشوكة يشاكها إلا كفر الله بها من خطاياه Allah removes the sin of the Muslim through the pain, worry, sadness and bother even if it was a poke of a thorn so if a thorn pokes you, the pain associated with this poke expiates your sins. And as you deal with this pain with patience, Allah gives you reward for your patience. So you get benefit from both ends, expiating your sins and getting more reward. That is an aid for patience. Another aid for patience is to remember the bounties. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon us countless bounties. And when you are experiencing difficulties, think about the bounties that you have at that given moment. And if you think sincerely, and if you think rationally, you are going to find many bounties you are enjoying at the time of difficulties, and that should help you to increase your level of patience. Another aid for patience is to know with difficulties come double ease. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Verily, with the difficulty comes ease. With the difficulty comes ease. Here, the word difficulty is repeated twice. But it is the same difficulty, not a new difficulty, because the the is repeated in the words. And in the Arabic language, that means it's the same thing that was stated before. So with every load of difficulties come two loads of ease. And that should increase your level of patience once you know that. Once you believe in that in your hearts. Another aid for patience is waiting for relief. The Prophet said, إِنَّ الْفَرَجَ مَعَ الصَّبْرِ Verily, relief comes with patience. Patience quickens the arrival of relief. You may ask yourself, how 
can that be possible? Do you mean if I am patient, my relief will come in five days, and if I'm not patient, my relief will come in ten days? Maybe? Yes? If Allah sees you patient, Allah will quick the arrival of relief. That is how one way you can understand this text. Another way you can understand this text is patience makes time passes faster. You know if you are in a place that is boring, you sit waiting for your time to come and you feel the time is not moving. You look at the clock, it's 11 o'clock. You look, what you feel, it's half an hour later, but it's only 5 after 11. Time moves very slowly when you are in a place where you do not want to be. But when you are in a place that you are enjoying your time, time passes very quickly. Likewise, if you have patience, the time of the difficulties passes very quickly because you are patient, you're not feeling the slow motion of time. So patience quickens the arrival of relief. Another aid for patience is to apply for replacement. Do you know that whenever a calamity makes you lose something, you can apply for replacement? I do not mean to apply for replacement from the government, but you apply for replacement from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You might say, how can I apply for replacement from Allah? Where is the application form? Give me the application form now, I want to apply for replacement. You can take this application form from Sahih Muslim, where it says in the hadith, whenever a calamity strikes a Muslim, if he says, we are to Allah and to Him we shall return. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Oh Allah, reward me because of my calamity and give me a better replacement. Allah will give him a better replacement. This hadith was narrated by Umm Salama. Umm Salama was married to Abi Salama. When Abu Salama died, Umm Salama was thinking, who could be a better replacement than Abi Salama? She was thinking in her mind, no one can be a better replacement than Abi Salama. But she said, I saved this statement at any rate. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave her a better replacement. Do you know who was the replacement of Abi Salama for Umm Salama? It was no one else but the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's messenger married her after her husband died. So she received a better replacement. Another aid for patience is applying for goodness. An Suhaib qal, qal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ لَهُ خَيْرٌ وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنِ إِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ سَرَّاءُ شَكَرٌ فَكَانَتْ خَيْرًا لَهُ وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ ضَرَّاءُ صَبَرٌ Amazing is the affair of the believer. All of his circumstances bring to him goodness. That happens only to believers. 
When pleasant things come to him, he shows gratitude, so the pleasant things will be good for him. He will profit from those pleasant things. And when harmful things come to him, he shows patience. So the harmful things will bring goodness to him. The harmful things will profit him. Remember the man who was seduced by a prestigious and a rich woman. That is a harmful thing. But he dealt with that scenario with patience and he received goodness. Are you seduced by a beautiful, prestigious, rich woman? Maybe you are not. But seduction does not have to be like this. Life offers us many seductive things. We need to answer not the call of seduction when life calls us to do things that we know they are haram, but we expect to reap from them some joy or some benefit. The joy and the benefits that are generated from haram practices bring afterwards pain and suffering and regret. And the most harmful effect of sinful practices that they keep us away from our Lord and bring us closer to our enemy, Shaitan. Conclusion, brothers and sisters. Patience with Allah is fulfilled in three main areas and two more sub-areas to be discussed later. Those three main areas are Patience to obey, patience to abstain from sinful practices, and patience in coping with difficulties. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned those three areas in the last ayah of Surah Al-Imran where he says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sbiru wa sabiru wa rabitu wa attakullaha la'allakum tuflihoon. O you who believe, be patient, and exert more patience, and hold to your positions of patience, and shield yourselves from Allah in order to be successful. Be patient applies to coping with difficulties. Exert more patience applies to abstaining from sinful practices. Because you need more patience to abstain from sinful practices than the patience you need to cope with difficulties. Hold to your positions of patience applies to performing acts of worship regularly. You need more patience to perform act of worship regularly than the patience you need to abstain from sinful practices. By being patient, exerting more patience, and holding to our positions of patience, we are to be successful. Lack of patience renders us to failure. Patience allows us to be successful. May Allah gives us patience and install in our heart patience. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad.